It's time to gather together. Hi there, I'm Yelta, and I'll be buying the first round while we chat about Final Fantasy XIV. This is episode 227. Pull up a chair and join us. On the menu tonight, we'll announce our Thirsty for Endwalker contest winner, Patch 5.58 Notes, The Feast Season 20 is underway, Regarding the growing player population and plans to alleviate world congestion, new optional items and limited time sale, notification of EU data center maintenance and a message for players, recording the 14-hour broadcast, Our Tales of Adventure archive, letter from the producer live part 65 digest is released, we have some reminders, some developers blog, and fan mail. But first, let's shoot the shit. What's been going on this week? Hi, Ruby. What up, Yelta? What up? You doing hey. good? Uh, yeah, I think so. Uh, I had a couple of days this week. I was a little under the weather. Nothing major, but um, kind of coming out of it. So I didn't play like every single day this uh, this past two weeks, but I, I got some solid playtime in. Um, there's other games that have come out and some other things. So uh, before I talk about other games or other things I did, what did I do? In Eorzea, I, I'm i trying to really remember, Yelta, what I did. Because it was a lot of just little bitty stuff. Mm. I think I I ran um, Puppet's Bunker and got the 9S card, I think, that, that I got out of that one. Uh, nice. So I, I added one more Triple Triad card that I didn't have to my collection. Um, that was a bonus. That was That was a plus. I think I needed the coin out of that because I was on a mission to get my weapon upgraded as high as possible before I did some savage content. So I, I was sporting a, an i500 book. I, I didn't even push my relic uh, past uh, 500, and so I needed to uh, I needed to get on that. Uh, so I realized I had two coins. I needed one one more coin from Puppet's Bunker. And um, I needed some tomes. I didn't have enough tomes. Mm-hmm. I tackled the tomes first. In fact, I, I joined the hunt train. Uh, Mr. Waffles is always a pleasure <laughs> to ride your train uh, in Excalibur. So <laughs> I joined Mr. Waffles' hunt train and uh, did did the thing. I haven't done hunt train in so long, and I've, but I've seen this complaint on the official forums is we need to stop the hunt train from doing cross world uh, any longer. It's just too congested, too congested. And I, I get some of that because um, nearing the end of my first hunt train, I ran two. I ran one in uh, Excalibur and one in Behemoth. Uh, nearing the end of the first hunt train, I, uh, I couldn't see mobs in Lakeland. I was having an issue, and I was on Summoner, which was, that was my mistake, um, and I couldn't get credit on one of the mobs. Um, we started backwards. I think we ended either in Lakeland or Tempest, but I think it was I think it was Lakeland is where we ended. Uh, for some reason, that train went backwards, and then um, I was like, "Oh, that sucks." So I missed one out of the you know twelve or whatever, um, <clears throat> and then um, went to the uh, the next train on behemoth i was just shy of the thousand tomes i needed to uh to get to work on my weapon and uh started that one off in lakeland same issue i couldn't see mobs so that was pissing me off you know start a hunt train not being able to see shit uh and i saw somewhere in the chat somebody suggested 
uh, in the party because I just was adding people. I, I was that guy this time, Yelta. I, you know, mm-hmm. when you get in the thing and you're shouting, like, invite me, please. I just was inviting people. So uh, somebody in my own chat couldn't see. And it was suggested, get on your tank and just AOE. And boy, howdy. Mm-hmm. That's what I did. I got on Paladin because I have an 80 Paladin and just span, spun around in a circle with my sword out. And it worked. I got full credit on every other one. So I got my 1,000 tomes. That's your ruby tip. The, uh, <laughs> get on your tank. <coughs> Level of tank. Excuse me. And um, anyway, got my 1,000. Got uh, got my, my coins put together. I already had my little swords because, you know, they reduced that from 7 to 4. Yeah. Um, so I already had my swords from Eden. And I got my 530 book. So I felt good. I could already beat the dummy for uh, E9S Savage, which is what I was prepping for. E9 Savage. And uh, I could already beat the dummy, but I, I wanted a little extra firepower. Because, you know, when you're learning a fight, sometimes you don't press your buttons so good. Mm-hmm. Um, there are gaps. You don't know how to time things. And I didn't want to uh, – <clears throat> I didn't want to run and not, not get the clear, you know? So uh, – Felt good about that. Got the book. Saturday night, E9S time. Yelta came. Thank you, Yelta. It was a blast. It was good times. We did clear to to dispel any doubt. We did clear. It was obviously the last one because the last one is always the clear, right? <laughs> but it really was the last one. I think we had two minutes left on the clock of the first lockout. Technically not the first lockout because we had um, Joe <laughs> – <clears throat> Excuse me, Joe Jabroni, join us and want to dictate how we did the group. So our our group leader Bell Dandy, thank you Bell for for running it, um, was doing a strat and he was calling the strat and it was not the exact pug strat. We were doing something that had had more uptime <clears throat> and it was still easy to learn. And uh, this uh, was he a dragoon, Yelta? I, feel like I you know, I don't remember. I I, well, I remember the thing he was upset about was something that was spelled out in the party finder description. So he joined absolutely. the party that was doing this particular strat, and we mm-hmm. were doing that part of the strat, and he complained. And then Bell was like, "Nope." Right? Yeah, we were doing three four strat, and he, he was doing one to do the I guess the edge strat or something like that. And whatever, um, safe or whatever, yeah. Yeah. And um, then he wanted to tell us we were doing it wrong when he joined the party that specifically said. And and <clears throat> we've we've had this discussion on other episodes. We've we've talked about this before, even within our free company, we've talked about these kind of things, but like you gotta read what you're getting into. You gotta read what you're getting into <clears throat> and you gotta be honest about what you're getting into, the level that you're you're doing. And I think the dishonest part the guy either didn't read or this is the dishonest part. You thought you could come into a party and change the way it was. And I don't know. What is that supposed to do? Make you look like a hero? Like you fixed the party? Like you're the superior one? That's Burger King crown mentor mentality. I'm sorry. But <clears throat> when you come in and you start dictating um, and it's somebody else's playground, get the fuck out. Like I just don't have time for that shit. And I'm really glad that Bell really didn't. Like I'm saying that now. But at the time, I was like, oh, God. But that is not what happened. We, we didn't sit around and say, oh, God, for 45 minutes. Uh, we dropped and we kicked his ass. And you can do that in this game. 
and not be afraid of terms of service. You just have to say you clearly did not read you know what what we posted. And then bye. Goodbye. You ain't gonna be rude. It's just that's that's the way it was. So anyway, goodbye to you. And uh we we added another and these were people who were willing to learn. This was my first attempt. Um I thought we did swimmingly. We did really, really good. We got to the <clears throat> I think on the second run through or second try with the new set, we saw tiles. And then um the tiles really didn't take that long to figure out for folks. Um, and say la vie, the rest was history. We, we did some good work and, and, uh, anyway, it's not the hardest fight in the world now that I, now that I've run it, (laughs) I'm not really dying to try to get to E10 at this moment. I just kind of want those accessories done and I did not get an accessory. So I have to do it again. I, I, I yelled to sniped one of them, but I passed the other stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yelta, if you go back to last week's episode, Yelta felt guilty about having two. I don't know how guilty she feels this week having three, but <laughs> maybe not as guilty anymore. I don't know. I want one, though, so we have to go back. We have to go I need back, an accessory. Yes. <clears throat> that one book ain't cutting it. So very happy uh, with, uh, with the clear. But that was kind of it. After that, sa- that was Saturday. I started feeling a little under the weather. You could hear, I apologize for my coughing. I didn't think I was going to do this. But, um... I started feeling a little bad, and then I uh, <coughs> bought the great Ace Attorney. <laughs> <laughs> I love some Phoenix Wright games. I love Ace Attorney games. So that was a uh, that's been a pleasure so far with old uh, Herlock Sholmes. I'll keep you guys <laughs> up to date with uh, my investigation, but I shall not elucidate any further. <laughs> yet, Miss <laughs> Miss Yell to tell us uh, what she did this past week. I I did the Gold Saucer event. I don't know that I, it's one of those where you go around and you try to solve the mystery, but it doesn't matter if you get it right or not, you just get the prize. So I was going to go back and see if I missed any clues or anything or look at a walkthrough, but I I did the thing. I got my, I forgot what the prize even is. The emote. I have an emote. And then, yep, on Saturday did the E9S clear, which was pretty good. I, yeah, I kind of found the same thing as you don't join a party. Now, mind you, I've misread parties. I, I don't remember if I told the story on the podcast, but I thought I was going into a emerald party, and I ended up going into um, uh, the one that was for Relic, Memoria, something. So I get in there, and I'm like, oh, shit. And I told the guys right off. I'm like, I joined the wrong party. I said, I'll stay, but I don't remember this fight. And then we went and farmed it anyway. But, uh, they, but I would have left if there was a problem, right? Most of them didn't know it either. They just wanted a triple triad card. That's why we, they were there. And we dorked our way through. I didn't have the heart to tell them that on the first clear I got the card. I just kind of left quietly That's after funny. we farmed it for a while. <laughs> but, uh, no, mostly, I don't know why. I don't know if it's a mood or what, but I went and I just kind of been playing on my alt. They've been talking, my alt's free company has been talking about doing, starting on e, uh, E9S. And I'm like, well, I've done it on my main. And they're like, well, the person setting it up wants to, I level 510. And I didn't have I level 510 on that character. So I went and like farmed up some gear. I went and bought a, uh, I bought a crafted weapon, put some materia on it, and then and then I got a bug up my ass. I wanted to be a mentor. Uh, I'm already a crafting mentor or whatever, but you can't do mentor roulette that way. 
So I'm like, okay, I, I already have a DPS to 80 and I've done that roll quest and I've done the healer roll quest. Now I, I don't have a tank up to 80. So I'm like, you know what? Yeah, I've got tanks that are at whatever level they start, but I feel like playing Paladin. So I'm level one Paladin. So I spent like a day going from level one to 15 just through hunt logs and, and whatever. And then, um, then I thought I would queue up and do Sestasha. I had done, I, I had done, uh, some of the guild hests. You can do a couple of guild hests at 10, you know, but it's the, my first dungeon on, on, on Paladin, on that character. And you know, the gear isn't any good. So I zone in. Some people might have seen my tweets. I zone in and I'm just, you know, I grabbed the first couple bats and I kept running. I grabbed the next bunch and I've, now mind you guys, I've tanked this stuff before. I've tanked, I think, most of the regular dungeons in the game, uh, with trusted DPS and heals. I've even done the wall-to-wall pulls and, and, you know, I know how to do an AOE rotation. I know how to right. use my cooldowns. But it was me and three sprouts. So usually I do the first pull, make sure they are actually hitting AOE buttons if they have them. But the healer kept running out, grabbing mobs and bringing them back. And I'm like, okay. So I let it go until after we, I let it go. You know, you go do the whole, you fight the coral. That's the first boss. And then you go, I don't remember if you, I don't remember if you fight the captain. And then you're in the big room with all the pirates. Mm -hmm. And there's two sets of door guard pirates and they each have keys. Well, I'm like grabbing all, some of those dogs bite hard. So, and the damage was not very fast. So I grabbed the first pack and the next pack with the dogs. The healer runs out, grabs the two that are guarding the one door, the two that are guarding the other door. So I pick them up because I'm not an asshole. And then we burn them down and we're, we're still fighting other mobs. Well, one of them dropped a key. She went and opened the captain quarters key, goes and grabs the guy and brings him out too. I just typed really, waited till the pack was done and I just left. I'm like, you know what? Not, and they, they didn't say one word. I was like, I almost died several times and I only have one cooldown button and I have one AOE button. That's it. That's all you got. And I know it's just Natasha, but I was just not in the mood. Yeah, no. If you if you want me to pull more, I'll try to pull more. But in my measurement, we weren't going to survive that next big room because if she kept pulling everything, because the DPS was just not high enough. And yeah. it's like they they can refill with another tank. I'm you know, until interested. you told me the the key part, I was willing to kind of be like, all right, this is y'all just being a baby. <laughs> no, it was more like maybe this person is just on autopilot and they're just running around or something. But when you are literally like you're picking up the key, you're going and opening the other room, you're pulling the ball, you're not standing there, you're not and, – and it's hard to even tell if that – is that even passive-aggressive? Like I can't even tell what the behavior is on, mm-hmm. on that. But it's obviously unwanted. So that's – um, well, that's terrible. I'm sorry that you had to deal with that. Well, that was during the day. Then that night I decided to queue up again, and by then I had done like I had like leveled up to something so I could get Copper Bell. Mind you, I still haven't tanked an entire dungeon on this character yet. And I get into Copper Bell again. The other two are Sprouts, and then it's a Scholar. Now, mind you, I understand she doesn't have to heal me because at that low level, it, it's not much. 
But no, she's like running way ahead and running back. You know, if she would have just stayed and helped kill the stuff we already had, we would have, it would have been faster, I think. I think it would have been faster than her running off, grabbing one at a time and bringing it back. I'm like, or just fucking say something. I, I can, I was just trying to remember how to play tank on an alt that's not well geared and only has, you know, a couple of buttons. But thank you to the people, people did respond on Twitter and they're like, well, do your AOE combo and, you know, roll through your cooldowns. And I'm like, yeah, but there was the level 15 dungeon. I have one cooldown. So I was maybe just wasn't in the mood either to just be, have my playstyle dictated at me. I like big pulls. I like going all the way to the end, but not all of every character has AOE, good AOE stuff at that level or good gear. And I mean, these were sprouts. And the first one, I almost died several times. It's like, no. And they don't so, have Benny in, at level 15. I, I was leveling, uh, I was leveling pugilist. This is the only class I don't have as a job, is pugilist. I think I, I talked to the trainer for the first time during Shadowbringers. <laughs> and that job sucks. I'm at 29. I'm almost to 30. I thought I would push it and I, I didn't end up pushing it. And, there's like there's no AOE like there's I like I got nothing. Well, I just unlocked an AOE. I think at twenty the twenty five class quest or something uh, unlocked an AOE. But it's it's just so it's one it's one two three one four three one two three one four three. Mm-hmm. It's so terrible. But there's just no there's no AOE, and I'm sure the monk gets better. I know it's a powerhouse, you know. But yeah, I can see Sprouts playing a job not having an AOE at a low level. All kinds of other issues that that could cause uh, slowness in the DPS, and it's just I, I I want to say disrespectful. I just don't know what's going through the mind of somebody who's just running around aimlessly pulling things for for what for the amusement for it's not going fast enough or this is just how, this is how the game is played, right? I don't know. I don't know. And again, I'm not against big pulls. It can be boring to heal low-level dungeons. I got it. But you shouldn't just be forcing it on everybody else either. And I uh, I did notice, as I, she must have typed it as I was actually hitting the leave button. She, the, 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 the scholar in Copper Bell said, pull, finally typed, pull lots. I don't even have to heal you. Well, okay, but you could have said that, you know. A boss ago or whatever. It's, you didn't like the way I was playing, but you were going to dictate to me how we were going to play. So, no, I was, uh, un, unhappy about it, honestly. It kind of, kind of pissed me off. I mean, I took the, I, you know, logged out because I had to take the, the cooldown timer for leaving, but whatever. Mm. But, no, it, it was more just a lack of communication and the fact that they just were going to, they, they just decided for us what we were going to do. Oh, I agree. Yeah, yeah that, no. that, that you have to speak up. You have to say what's going on if you're going to do that. What, 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 there wasn't there something else recently where, oh, well, it was the, it was the E9S where, uh, Joe Dragoon or whatever he was, um, 
he didn't say he had cleared it before oh. and he just kind of sat down and we were doing this was the clear sign i mean th- he should have been kicked for that, that was that was my that, first yeah issue that that was the taste test so we you know i maybe i misspoke earlier when i said we didn't have much tolerance we actually did tolerate some bullshit know your warning signs here's another ruby tip know your warning signs the warning sign was we put the markers because it's a learning party we put the markers down where people need to stand, how we want to separate, yada, yada. Pick your and clock while, spot. <laughs> yeah. While Bell's explaining this, the the other – this individual um, is sitting on the ground. And so we're all lining up or whatever and they refuse to. So obviously this person is in the empty spot, whatever else. And after they got – after Bell got through explaining all this stuff, the guy finally is like, oh, I've cleared it already. Why are you here? Again, it's it goes to that Burger King crown mentor mentality. I've come here to save the day. All right, Joe Chin, get your ass out. <laughs> it's, don't need it. That was always a big red flag when I used to farm Ruby. When no, when people would not stand in their clock spots. I don't care how many times we've done it. I don't care if we only replace one person. Just go Yelta. stand there so it's clear to everyone. My what's nuts going are on. too big for that. Okay. <laughs> I, I can't possibly, can't possibly carry these giant, <laughs> giant balls over there and and stand in a spot. It's just it's just a red flag, especially in a learning party when it's like if you can't even comply to standing in a spot during the planning and explanation phase. How can I even trust that you're gonna? Well, that and we were doing our strat, right? The some of it was a common strat we had a couple of differences so you need to listen what what were we we were were we six out of eight we're all free company members anyway yeah or five of eight something like that free company members or or what or like a link shell friend that we've actually also in the discord yeah everybody else in the discord yeah Mm -hmm. so no it made me kind of cranky all right, you can shoot the shit with us on the website www.gtffxiv.com. Give us some uh, real posts versus all of our spam posts. Huh? <laughs> all right, the first round is news. Congrats to Justin McCraw who won our Thirsty for Endwalker contest. Enjoy your Edge Minion. Hey, yeah. we already, good we got, stuff. We got, yeah, we got, we told us what we, we wanted and uh, sent him the code, and he replied back pretty fast that. He was using it, so. Yeah. We are a legitimate outfit. We give our codes. It's for real, guys. You can join our contests. Uh, we do plan on having two more. I was trying to map it out in my head today how we would do this. Obviously, we're not doing a contest this episode, but I guess by next episode we would, we which would to, put, yeah. us, put us right into August, and uh, we'll probably carry something through the month of August, do something again where we report and then uh, mid to late September, probably do it again to carry us through to Endwalker. We know we have two more prizes that, that we have to give away. We have the uh, the Butterfinger, what is that, the Kuroku? What is the name of that Coca-Pour. guy? The Cocopor. Cocopor. Chocolate yeah. That chocolate, That chocolate goodness. We've got one of those. And we've got a black Chocobo to give away. Mm-hmm. Um, also, thanks to uh, to Bell Dandy for those donations <laughs> to us. So, uh, come on. Join our contest. We've got some good stuff. It's better than a um, scarf of wondrous wit, anyway. That you can now buy from the name Tome Moogle, usually. 
but at least I'm not salty. All right. Patch 5.58 notes. This was a smaller, this is just a little, you know, you know, un, unchaining some things, mm-hmm. adding some echo to things. Easing of content. Easing of content. So, um, uh, one of them that did interest me, I forgot to say this. The EXP gained by trust NPCs have been increased. So I did run a few dungeons on trusts because most of mine are like level 45 or something or seven, 75. Must be 74, 75. Uh, so yeah, they, they get more XP now. I don't know mathematically how many fewer dungeons you have to run with each one. Somebody's probably crunched the numbers. I'd be interested to see because, you know, running them all through six times is kind of a pain in the fucking ass, I'm going to say. But I, I did, I did get on tank for that because you can then grab as much as you want, rotate through your cooldowns. <laughs> and hope the NPC heals you. So. Well, the D- the DPS will be just as slow as from just your Sastasha. Pretty much, pretty much, pretty much the same as Sastasha. But yes, all right. Uh, battle system: the Cloud Deck Extreme has been moved from Raid Finder to Duty Finder, and the drop for the Diamond Guiver Trumpet from the Cloud Deck Extreme has been increased. Have you done the fight yet? Not the uh, not the extreme one. No, that's uh, that's kind of my my next. Mm-hmm. List of things to do. I've got to run through all the EXs uh, in 5.0 and uh, 5.x and uh, try to get all those triple triad cards at the same time. Uh, it's, it's not a bad fight. It's It was pretty easy. And I think we started blind. I think mm-hmm. we pretty much figured the whole fight out. I think I only looked up something when we were thinking we were going to quit in another half hour or something. So I went and looked and I just confirmed that we had actually seen every mechanic. Oh, wow. Yeah, we did. We did amazing. All right. Uh, the weekly restriction to receiving Blades of Lost Antiquity from Eden's Promise Eternity has been removed. So farm up all of those. Uh, the strength of the Echo gained in Eden's Promise Savage has been increased. So we, we did have our 15% Echo buff when we went. That, that helped. That helped. Uh, we would have been fine without it, I think. Everybody had... We cleared a lot faster than I thought we were going to, so... Uh, the following adjustments have been made to the tower at Peregrim's Breach. The weekly restriction on rewards from coffers has been removed. The weekly restriction on obtaining breach coins has been removed. The following items will now appear in a treasure chest allotted to each party in an alliance while undertaking a tower at Peregrim's Breach. Uh, stuffed android units, modern aesthetics, battle-ready bobs, and scanning for style. Uh, smaller stubby 9S automaton 2B card, the sound of the end orchestrian roll, morning orchestrian roll, all those orchestrian rolls. All the stuff that was in the you have one chest for the mm-hmm. alliance is now just one for Yeah, party. I got the stubby because of this change. That was I, pretty I got easy. the stubby on my alt. I don't have the stubby on my main, but I have it on my alt. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad about the card increase too because yeah. that, that was yeah. helpful. But I did not roll high on the card when I was in there. I, rolled a, I think a 74 was the highest, so mm-hmm. I gotta go back. Uh, the amount of metal rewarded from skirmishes and critical engagements in the Bajan Southern Front and Zadnor have been increased between res- resistance ranks 1 and 14. So That's good. you have an easier way, easier now to catch up and get yourself closer to 25. 
Uh, the following adjustments have made, been made to the critical engagement to the Battle of Castrum Lactus Litor. When fighting the 4th Legion Helldiver, damage dealt by consecutive hits of the attack, infrared blast has been reduced. The maximum HP of an NPC allied tunnel armor has been increased. The mechanic requiring six players to step on an open gate no longer requires them to stay on the switches. That's pretty nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, following this change, a group of less than six players should now be able to complete this mechanic. So they, they made, they made uh, CLL easier to get through. Uh, during the critical engagement on Serpent's Wings and Zadnor, the cast time of the enemy action used in the final phase has been increased from 60 to 90 seconds. Okay. Uh, the following adjustments have been made to items required to create resistance weapons. Uh, the loathsome memory of the dying, haunting memory of the dying, and vexed memory of the dying. It looks like the drop rates have been increased, basically. Mm-hmm. And uh, for the last, the second two, the number from completing designated alliance raids has been increased from one to three. So the item required to enhance weapons purchased with Alligan Tombstone of Revelation, the Crypt Esther, can be purchased from Fothard in Yulmore. And you need uh, three of the 24-man coins, the Manufacture Coin, the Puppets Coin, and the Breach Coin. Yep, that's what yep, I did. That's what you did? Yeah. I was, I've, I've been using my uh, relics, so... If I yeah, I, and I realize it goes to five thirty five. Yeah. If I if I had if I was close enough for that, but yeah, mm. I just figured I can coast through with this one for now. Oh, I will yeah. still continue to work on the relic, but I know that I can meet anything I need to between now and and six point mm-hmm. oh. yeah, you could just call it good enough. Yeah, I actually was gonna go farm up uh, stuff. I didn't have the tomes on my alt because I didn't have I haven't been running dailies on her and stuff, so I don't have any. Any of the uh, toes to buy the unupgrade. <laughs> All right. They made a bunch of PvP action changes. The shared tank action. Oh, they reduced the recast time for retaliation. Oh, there's a lot of stuff here. Potency adjustments. Yeah. I imagine this I'm is all because the this. feast is, yeah. you know, in its in its twenty, which that's the next thing they talk about actually. Um, but I, I'm seeing a lot of people in the feast. I'm oh, seeing yeah? a lot of people who are not – well, not physically. Like I'm not in the feast <laughs> looking at it. I've seen a lot of buzz around the feast, oh, okay. PvP. On the official forums and on Twitter, I've just seen people – I've never seen talk about the PvP talking about it. I don't know if people are actually qualifying and getting into the, the upper echelon of uh, of the rankings. But I, I, think, I think the fact that people know that the feast will be changing or disappearing or something – in 6.0 and that pvp is is going to change in some way or at least this type of pvp hey people are taking just one wild stab at it just to say i did it at one point i mean i did when it when it was 2.0 you know Mm -hmm. i i did i did some fee stuff and and a little bit when the uh the coins and all that that kind of stuff was added and they made some changes but it's never really been for me i don't think i'm looking forward to the new one um, I just think a lot of people are trying to get in right now, give it a shot. I, I don't know that too many people have the ambition that they're actually going to get that new mount mm-hmm. because I think they know that when you get to the really high levels, there's there's some other kind of magic that's there. And I don't know what that magic is, if it's good magic or bad magic, but <laughs> when you get to the really high rankings, it's uh, it's it's not for all of us mortals. 
is what I'm trying <laughs> to say. Oh, all right. And then, yep, like you said, the feast, season 20 of the feast will begin. And I think it has begun. I think there's another post on that, though. It's begun. Begun. Uh, system, now this is, uh, people are already bitching about this. In an effort to ease server congestion, players who are inactive for more than 30 minutes will be logged out automatically. We have a huge uptick of people creating new characters and mm-hmm. and stuff, so... You know, you gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah. And to be honest, I'm not, I'm not promoting anything, but just circumventing this is extremely easy. I'm not telling you how, but (laughs) circumventing this is extremely easy to do. So I don't quite know what it gets. And then, I don't know. I guess we'll talk about it later. Maybe Yoshida's message about this. I don't remember if it's in the notes or not, but Yoshida's message about, you know, why we, they had to do the stuff they did for the servers. And then he came back with a second message that's like, but please don't feel bad if you're dancing in the streets of Limsa Lomensa. <laughs> Lisa Lomasa. Don't feel bad if you're dancing out there. So it's a little bit of a mixed message, but um, I don't know. I would just say don't circumvent this while you're standing in the middle of Lisa Lomasa because somebody <laughs> might some, – some, the the – the police may come after you. Who knows? <laughs> you may get reported. I don't know. If I'm not logged in for 30 minutes, I don't care. Log me out. What I usually do anyway, ever since they made that change long ago, where there's pretty much always a queue now, even if it's only 19 people, mm-hmm. I usually just like fire up the game, hit the button to log in. I usually walk away and go get a drink and, you know, just whatever I need to do to be able to sit down for the next two hours without having to worry about playing. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't I don't care if I get a queue. Excalibur's not not Super. terrible about the the queues. Yeah. We're not on a data center that has streamers or blue check marks or what have you. So it's we're we're not completely congested with that. But this isn't this is a needed change. Um, I think more changes will be coming, and and hopefully, yep. you know, with the, with those changes, it makes things more pleasant for everyone. All right, and like I said, the feast season twenty is is underway. They're doing a housing furnishing again. They're doing wolf collars get you this gear again. And then uh, some people were uh, kind of liking that this uh, whatever this mount looks very, very, very mecca, kind of cool looking. Yeah. Yeah. So that's pretty neat. That's the prize. That's what everybody mm-hmm. wants. All right. Then we have a post regarding. The growing player population and plans to alleviate world congestion. There we go. This is the one. Okay, this is really long, but too long didn't read. They talk about player population growth. The increase in the NA and EU regions in the past few weeks has been completely staggering and unexpected. And many players are now having difficulty logging in or creating new characters due to server congestions. And for that, they're, they're apologizing. Uh, uh, they are, have they or are they? Let me see. Oh, yep. In July 16th, they have done some changes to raise the simultaneous login caps. So on July 16th, to increase the maximum number of simultaneous logins across the NA data centers by 18,000 or approximately 750 per world server. Uh, they're planning on doing one for the EU also, but until they can do the upgrade, it's going to be hard to raise world logging caps to the same degree. So they're, they're working on it. 
They're working on it. I think that's why we had the extra long maintenance, which should have been, that's, you know, the patch notes right. we just, yeah, the patch notes we read shouldn't have been a long maintenance, but. But yeah, it sounds like, uh, some players are, some, some places they're having login times of 10 to 20 minutes, so. Or as high as 40, so it's, I guess, a little more serious than I've ever seen, so. Or I've seen other, outside of like release weekend. Or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then character creation and login wait times. They talk about when a world server reaches maximum capacity, any additional players attempting to log in will be placed in a queue, and new characters can't be created, and they're going to log out characters rather than remaining logged in when idle, and they are asking us to avoid creating new characters during peak congestion times, and uh, they ask us to just be patient. Uh, They also note that players... Are, are, they're prioritizing player are paying customers. The login queue isn't available to players using the free trial version, regardless of whether it occurs due to a surge of logins or a world reaching its capacity. Logging in will only be possible for those players after a world's login queue is cleared. So, I mean, it's it's right, but it's yeah. I, I I'm amazed that that it's it's worked this way. Yes, it's 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 a hundred percent right. Like this is how it should work, but. I guess I never logically thought about it this way that the uh, you got to man you're not a paying customer <laughs> you got to wait you yeah. got to wait until there's capacity before you come in and you know go back to that uh, official forum post where the guy was upset that you know he couldn't get in cuz he paid already but you might not have even got to play buster <laughs> with the way things are so uh, you know take it or leave it all right, and then they also mentioned that they've added the automatic logout, which we've already talked about in patch 5.58. They discuss additional worlds and data centers. Uh, they, the fundamental solution is, of course, to add new, more world servers as and data centers. And they've been moving forward with plans to expand ever further, putting the wheels in the motion for approving budgets and blah, blah, blah. But what it comes down to is that they've had to reevaluate this timeline of when they were going to do this. But they have obstacles. Uh, one of them is the insufficient servers due to the current semiconductor shortage. So they, they can't even get the servers if they wanted to. And travel restrictions is preventing people from, you know, going and physically visiting the data center locations to do, you know, things mm. so you know and they mentioned covid covid's kind of fucking them here yeah i also don't want them to add a bazillion servers and like try to lure us into going into other servers and then because this might be a flash in the pan sure, uh, a it bubble. might be a bubble it's gonna burst these people are gonna go back to their other you know, some will stay but the looky loos mm-hmm. or the people who you know you know they'll they'll play through everything they want to play through and be done. It's not necessarily. It's in fact, it's probably unlikely that all of them will stay. Like we've stayed for how many years now? But yeah, uh, so, but it might. I I agree with you, and I also think that um, scarcity, at least for Nintendo, typically. I know we're not talking about Nintendo, but <laughs> I think of Nintendo when I think of scarcity. Scarcity works in your favor sometimes. So the fact that more people can't log in or whatever 
yeah, it makes people mad, but they're still talking about the game. I can't get in this fucking game. Da 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 da. I this game's so damn popular now. Da 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 da. And everybody's talking about it again. People were talking about fourteen because of the popular, because they couldn't log in, whatever else. And if it's like, gosh, we we we've increased the services, and we still can't get people to to log in. That's I don't think they're gonna just throw a billion more servers on here because I don't think it behooves them. You don't want it to seem empty. You want it to seem too full. You want it to seem like there's no Nintendo Switches in stock any <laughs> anywhere. You know, it's so rare um, that it'd be rare to get in and play this game. I do think it's somewhat of a bubble. We're in summertime. We're in a uh, – we're not even going to talk about Blizzard tonight, folks. Um, but we're 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 in this this era with – wow slash the activision blizzard stuff that's happening this week um people are, are are leaving that game for one reason or another um we've got celebrity quote unquote however you feel about them streamers from other said games um that that have are, are dipping their toes in the water i mean i watch uh summit 1g um and and he's great and uh you know he's not known for 14 um but he's given a shot. Co-, Co Carnage has been playing. You know, this is outside of the people that you may be thinking of. Uh, there's a lot of streamers out there that are playing this game right now. <clears throat> so we've got there's a lot of traction, but I do think it's a bubble to some degree. And I think it at once once the 6.0 dust settles, you may have some Asmund Golds that come at back every six months to dip their toe in the water, clear some raids in a week, and call it you know streamer content. Um, the the rest of us. We'll still be chipping away at our E9Ss or whatever and, and playing for the long haul. And I think those who remain. And so <clears throat> in short, <laughs> putting all those servers would not be the best idea because I think I think you want to show that uh, there's a little bit of tightening. You want a little – just a little bit of wiggle room in there. Make it feel full. Yeah. No, I agree. And then Yoshi P uh, apologizes again that he should have – predicted the influx of new players i don't honestly know how but i love how they put all his words in red like the words of jesus because <laughs> we know we know he's our lord all right uh just briefly notification of eu data center maintenance and a message for players this is kind of the same problem right increased login capture the eu you eu data centers they uh they 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 bumped theirs up too. Yeah, this was actually a hero moment, I think, mm-hmm. because this came like this happened pretty quick after the the previous message that you read that they were like we can't do the EU servers, and then like they did it, mm-hmm. which is kind of wild. Yeah. So, uh, oh, this is where you saw that you must have seen the the postscript about uh, I'll stop dancing in Limsa for a while. This or is I guess the one. We shouldn't, we shouldn't log out, log in to watch our monitors while we eat. <laughs> oh, he, he, yeah. he deeply appreciates us being considerate. Activities is above our part of the game, too, so you don't need to show so much restraint, restraint and stop having fun. <laughs> what a guy. Uh, what a guy. I saw a pretty funny little video about since they added that. It's like basically like the calamity. If someone's AFK for a while, they get booted out of the server and it's a calamity. <laughs> it's pretty cute. All right. We have new optional items in a limited edition or a limited, a limited time sale. The new item is the Oracle's attire. It is a uh, Rain's outfit. 
It's very mm-hmm. cute. I bought it for my alt. <laughs> and then the question mark over your head emote. I don't know. Was it Ponder or something? Wasn't that mm-hmm. Make It Rains last year? I can't remember. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And they have the Adventure Jumpstart, Adventure Jumpstart and Make It Rain campaign sale. So if you want to jump your character, jump your retainer, it's all there for you to do. Mm-hmm. Just don't complain about the game if you do it. You mean you don't want to have people stand into giant AoEs and scream where were the heels when they die? Yeah, I don't know what book you buy that lets you stand in giant orange AoEs and then, you know, survive. But I don't see that one for sale. So, yeah, that's streamer privilege. I don't think that works. I don't think that works in this game. At least it didn't for that guy. The emote's name Consider. I just clicked on it. Ah, Consider. Yeah. But yeah, there's quite a few things on sale. Not something, not anything I would buy, but I don't do buy. I don't buy Tales of Adventure stuff, or Retainer stuff. Oh yeah, these three were all. The other three on sale were all from um, past Make It Rain campaigns. So yeah, that makes sense. The only other thing I'll say in this about this stuff is I've seen the topic come back up on the official forums about. Um, gendered outfits uh because male characters want to wear the reen outfit it's not for me but if other male characters want to wear the the reen outfit it's for you it's not for me but the conversation comes up why do they have gendered outfits in this game and there's some model issues i think is the is the deal i feel like this has been explained before and this was something i was talking to yelts about earlier prior to the podcast is with the influx of new players, a lot of topics that we have covered, and I don't mean just Yelta and I, I mean this community as a whole, have talked about before, ad nauseum, are coming back up again because new players are coming mm-hmm. in and asking the same stuff. And it is things like gendered outfits. I, I haven't seen Eggy Glamours come back up yet, <clears throat> but um, I have seen Where's Our Mythic Dungeon, Make the Four-Person right. Dungeons Harder, um... And um, some other sentiments like that. Some, st- you know, remove the cutscenes from the from the uh, the story roulette. Yeah, it's, it's just the, the kind of stuff that, like, I thought we had gotten to a point where if those topics came up, we were sure they were troll posts. Not anymore. Yeah. No, I've I've seen some of the some you know some of us do our broken records. There are things that I have mentioned every time it comes up. I'm like, yeah, I agree with that. But it's kind of funny to see some of the ones that have been bubbling to the surface over and over for the last, I don't know, seven years or whatever to see them posted by by new people, apparently. And not like in a trolley way either. They look like, you know, legit posts. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of like, the glamour dresser sucks. And so a lot of us are like, yes, it does. But oh my God, at least we have it. Right. There was yeah. a time. All right. Regarding the 14-hour broadcast, our Tales of Adventure segment, Archive, uh, it's archived. It's available to view only till Tuesday, August 10th. If you haven't had a chance to view it, this is your last chance. And there is a uh, uh, two links, one on Twitch and one on Nico Nico. So it will be... Oh, the archive video may be removed earlier or later than the scheduled time. So if you want to watch it, go watch it. 
Interesting. I'm going to click on it right now while while we're here. But I, and I'm doing so because I've seen some translated interviews for that was from uh, the um, the 14-hour broadcast. They they added the captioning. Mm. Oh yeah, it's here. Yeah, I, okay. I'm not sure if the captioning's on this one or if it's on. Um, just on YouTube, where I've seen the um, the actual translation, um, and he has some interesting comments. Uh, there's a there's a gentleman that's talking to him. Um, he's got a little goatee and a little flavor saver. I don't know this gentleman's name, and I can't turn on the sound. <laughs> but they're talking about they talk about eleven for a little bit, I believe, and they talk about like I can't believe eleven's still running. Yoshida's like, yeah, I run it as as well as fourteen, and he said, we're gonna run eleven uh, forever. We may switch it to cloud storage to keep it go those servers, but I I never want to see those memories gone mm-hmm. under my watch. Um, and he said that they were going to add more story content to it. So uh, I was really surprised about that. So some some eleven news there. Um, they asked him something else. I think there was a question about comparing fourteen to WoW, mm, and Yoshida's okay. like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! I don't compare to WoW. We don't. We're not comparing our game to WoW. Uh, and there's more to it than that. But that was the gist. Um, and I think WoW has always been an inspiration um, as a friendly competition or a like a let's borrow the best from from the MMO world and and WoW is the best in certain areas let's borrow those aspects um but I don't think Yoshida's ever been like we're here to squash WoW we're here to be the number 1 uh MMO so there were some interesting tidbits out of that I don't okay. know where you get the uh the actual translated part I feel like I saw it on YouTube but um, I'm looking at around the hour-long mark, and the gentleman that Yoshida's talking to uh, here uh, is the interview I'm talking about. So good luck finding that translation. Maybe we'll cover that on the next <laughs> episode if we're able to, to get some of that stuff. Okay. And then we have the Letter from the Producer Live Part 65 Digest released. Uh, it's stuff we've already talked about it, but they've uh, put up on the Lodestone all the... You know the benchmark trailer and and all the all the slides and stuff. So it's all there if you want to look at it. I don't know if there's anything extra translated in there or not either. It's Yokotaru stuff uh, if you're interested in that. Skip. Wah, wah. All right. The reminders. The Make It Rain campaign. It began July 19th. It's ending on August 11th, and that's in the morning. So don't think you're going to come home from work and play it. Mm-mm. So go in and get your MGP. I still got to do this. I haven't done it yet, mm. so I got to run in and do it. I've been going every day to get my money, but uh, <laughs> I, I haven't done the quest yet, so I got to go do. All right, what's on tap? We have a developer's blog. It's cloudy with a chance of MGP. This is the event that Ruby needs to go do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they just talk about the event period, and uh, you start in Ulda. And the emote is vexed. It looks like a scribble over here. It kind of looks weird, but okay. And then, of course, we all know you get 50% more MGP during the event. And if you're like our free company and other free companies, you're running a big old MGP bonus on top of it to mm-hmm. have a multiplier. So, and they give a tip if you're 
After some MGP, I'd recommend the mini cackpot. And they talk about how to do mini cackpot. I also, mm-hmm. if I'm if I'm looking for MGP, I try to I do my three draws a day on the mini cackpot. I do my weekly three tickets for the big jumbo cackpot. Yep. I always talk to masked rose, and it doesn't matter what I'm wearing, I get ten thousand at least. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else? I try to do. Like three mini games. Yeah. I don't. I don't ever do gates. I should probably do some gates. I don't like having to wait around for them to start. Do you like the jumping? Pu- you don't like jumping puzzles. I hate jumping you? puzzles. Okay, I was gonna say I was watching Bitterly. some streamers do the jumping puzzles, <laughs> and they make some good MGP doing those. But mm-hmm. I, I can see that a little daunting. Yeah, I hate it. I'm not good at jumping puzzles, and this game isn't super good at jumping mechanics. So, Mm-mm. so no. But there's like weekly challenge log stuff. Basically, you can spend 15 minutes and just do like, I don't know, what is it, like three uh, Verminion matches or something and get a shit ton and like do a couple chocobo races and get a shit ton. You can get quite a few. Like every other week, I sign up for the uh, Triple Triad tournament. Even if I don't play, I still get some MGP. Yep, there you go. So, you know, there's, uh, you know, try to do the challenge log sometimes. Because you have to save up, because uh, I think the 15 crossover, wasn't the car end up in the um, mm-hmm. in the gold saucer? So you want your 200k or whatever that car cost. Happy hour! We have a email from a fan. Mohawks mm-hmm. writes, Hey guys, super big fan of the podcast and all the great work you have done with the FC. I used to be a very active player, but I've taken a break recently following the birth of our daughter. She's now nine months old, and I've just gotten back into catching up on everything I've missed over the past nine months. I'm not doing a ton of group content due to needing to get up and do dad stuff, but spent most of my time crafting, looking for any gaming while parenting tips you may have. Thanks again so much for all you do, Mohawks. Yeah, just put the kid in the bathtub and uh, walk away. Uh, that's obviously not. No, strand, strand them in the playpen forever and ignore them. No, lock them in the cupboard. Um, I, I, Yelta, you're welcome to talk about this. I don't. Your kids are older than mine, so I don't know if you. <laughs> they were little. I don't know if you I have the 11. same issue. No, my kids are in their twenties, and they they but know you, that mommy's playing right now. <laughs> but you've but you've they but were you, little. Yeah, but you but you've played games when your children yeah. were little, and you you I'm sure you had. Some parenting tricks for that. Um, I don't know that mine are any tricks at all. I, I, you know, I can say just because it's more recently and I have more recollection because it's just I'm just really, really, really now getting back to doing any kind of savage content that I haven't done since the beginning of Stormblood. Mm-hmm. Um, that's uh, that, that's the honest truth because when Stormblood came out. <coughs> um, my child was born, and I, I, Eureka, I think five point one was just right after or the same time that my son was born and um i used um late nights to do eureka and eureka was just eureka was just the right kind of content i it was especially at the time because we we had arguments about this yelta not arguments mm-hmm. but but an argument which was why why does this 11 type content have you run around and doing fate trains when we mm-hmm. It was supposed to be stand in a camp and pull mobs and play at like 11. And, of course, efficiency won out. Everybody did the train. Eureka is what it is today, which is basically fate trains um, with a little bit of bunnies thrown in. 
And um, so I was able to utilize Eureka as a spot that I could watch my child and just hop a fate train and just be brain dead. It, yeah. it was it's brain dead content. But once we got into it was a mix. Once we got into Pagos, Pagos takes a little more concentration. And my son was no longer just sleeping because he was no longer two weeks old. You know, it was now feeding schedules and, and you know, he's actually a living, breathing thing. And so, like, you now at this nine months old, Mark, that was when it was starting to get difficult. I, it's a lot I, I of work at that age. Yeah. It's 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 a lot more work at that time because we're go, we're starting to get into mobility, and um, there's just a lot more needs. And and <clears throat> this was this was something I was thinking about the other day. And I'm not going to get too too esoteric, but is it more important for me to do a hunt train or play on the on the floor with my son and and play trains? What's more important to me at that time? And only you can ask yourself at that moment. What's What's most important to me? Um, it's more important to me to play trains than it is to join a hunt train. But I will say that that gets better because my son can go play trains by himself now and he likes to go do that or watch his tablet or go eat lunch or play with his mom or do something else. And so that's – the dynamic has changed. So I guess what I'm saying is I don't really have any good advice for you. you got to <laughs> roll with the punches, brother. You just have to take the time when you can and know that – if you're taking that time out, you feel right about taking that time out. Things are good and I'm happy with the way things are, then take the time, play, enjoy. Uh, don't make sacrifices for a game. Um, I think you just have to recognize when the, the right moments are that, that allows you to play without going against what you believe is right as a father. That's, I guess that's terrible advice. I don't even know what the right thing to say. I certainly can't say tape him up in a closet and uh, <laughs> play as much as you want. I, I don't think that's I don't think that's very good parental advice. Yelta, I'm sure you've got something better to say than than what well, I spit out. Usually, usually in your day, you probably have some time for you time. You just have to decide. Is that enough to get anything done in Final Fantasy? And it looks like you know if you have to spend your time doing crafting then because you don't have time to like run dungeons with people then then you craft instead of running dungeons people with people you know i uh i really started playing mmos when my kids were little but they were good sleepers in the morning or good sleepers all night so not when they were like babies or anything but you know you know you're you're kind of screwed for now 9 months it, it takes a while but you know when they start sleeping all night you know you could probably grab an hour or two a couple times a week maybe and do stuff. I was also spoiled because my husband was a stay-at-home dad, so I didn't have to get up with them in the morning. Mm. So uh, you know, and you know, I'd I'd watch him if he wanted to do something, or he'd what, or you know, or I'd play. I'd be playing half the time. I played on my laptop. Well, I played fourteen right in the living room TV, and so the kids were all running around in the living room with me anyway. You know, they'd be playing with their toys, and they'd bring me their baby dolls to babysit, and. You know, we'd, we'd, you know, not pull for a while, but you know, I didn't, you just can't, if you, if you don't have time to do something for two hours, you don't have time to do something for two hours. You have to find mm -hmm. an activity that fits in that slot. So, but yeah. Well, and, and I think it's funny is 10 years ago when you were playing Final Fantasy 14, it was a completely different Final <laughs> Fantasy 14. 
uh, you know, when we're talking about like 1.0 or something mm-hmm. that was like 11 where you have to sit at Port Juno and it takes an hour to get something together or everybody's got to get ready before we go do Garuda or something and it's this big gear up. Man, what a time sink to, you know, God forbid the baby cries and yeah. I have to go run and do that. You know, I don't really mean that, but y- y- you know what I'm saying. And where this game progressively – you know, I'm saying Eureka was a nice little niche that I could just kind of hang out and do my thing. Well, I mean, now we have trust. We didn't have trust in in Stormblood, so now we have we have the trust system, and and we have more ways to play solo if we need to, or go AFK, but not longer than thirty minutes because you'll get kicked from the <laughs> server. Um, that you know, more ways that you can play solo, and I'm sure Yoshida's not saying, hey. Mohawks as a kid, that let, let's get him more ways, but to play. But hey, utilize it. Play the trust. Do what you need to do, so you don't have parental guilt, and you're able to get something accomplished. If you have to craft, craft. You know, uh, my wife did a lot of crafting. She's back catching up on her crafting because <clears throat> we kind of have this rule that once eleven o'clock hits, we we somewhat expect there'll be that one call. Like, Mama, I need some water, you know, and if you're in the middle of some savage content or some kind of 24-man raid, you got to run and go check on them and get, get them a water. It might break that. So we say, okay, nothing major after 11. We just do little piddly stuff. So, you know, you just got to make your own rules. got to make your time. You got to know what feels right, and you'll get the feel for it. And And I've always been told, <clears throat> this is my first child, that once you get the feel for what's going on, you kind of got a handle on what's happening with your kid. It completely changes. <laughs> You're screwed. You got to learn something else. So <laughs> yeah. I'm fully ready for everything to completely flip around, and I have to learn a new a new way of doing this. But good luck, man. I'm sure you're doing great, and, and you'll continue to do great. And thank you for the email, Mohawks. I really appreciate the reach. We've, this is two weeks in a row. We've gotten a lot of good emails and feedback it's been nice fact, yeah. we got feedback from justin he said raise the volume on these episodes so ruby will raise the volume on the on this episode moving forward if it's too loud you let us know <clears throat> we're still having some issues with stitcher i think something with the security on the http or some crap i don't know i'm not a i'm not a rocket scientist but uh we're, we'll try to get some of that stuff fixed but we want your feedback any any ways that we can make the episodes better things that you want us to have guests that you would like us to have we're real bad i do i do marketing in my day job and i'm so bad about doing it for the podcast but <laughs> if you've got suggestions and you want us to do anything let us know i think we we can reach out and make some things happen and make it more enjoyable we appreciate the all the new listeners um thank you really appreciate it it's really cool. I really enjoy seeing when uh, new people, new people join us or old people keep listening. It's pretty fantastic. So, so thank you. All right. Then it's closing time. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. You can find links to all of our episodes and blog posts on our website, www.gtffxiv.com. While you're there, please leave us a comment. And if you'd like to, you can support us by clicking the donation button. You can find us on Twitter at gtffxiv. Email us at gtffxiv at gmail.com. Please rate us. Uh, personal plugs, Ruby. Yes, you can find me on Twitter at Rubicon Vale, R-U-B-I-C-O-N-V-A-L-E. And you can find me on Twitter at Yelta Sumasu, Y-E-L-T-A-S-U-M-A-S-U. As always, thanks for listening, and we will catch you next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.